0: Welcome to Inside the Motorsport. I've got a special treat today because we're talking to you the other half of the operations of Toyota Racing Series, and that's Amanda Tolomash who shares the job with uh, Nico Khalil. Um And um, I must say that you've not only taken the mantle that Barry and Louise Tomlinson built, but you've grown it. Yeah, I guess
1: so. I mean, that's naturally going to happen, I guess, as things progress.
0: Well, not naturally. I mean, things, <laughs> things naturally don't just happen. They happen for a reason. I happen to have a, a, a real bent when people say, oh we've been lucky. No, 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 it's not good luck, it's good management, alright? So, proceed on is why you and Nico are working so well together.
1: I don't know, I guess it's communication and just sharing the job, no one's too important or busy to pitch mm-hmm. in. I guess that's probably, and that's not just me and Nico, it's everybody in the team, everyone, yep. you can rely yep. on anyone to come and lift boxes and empty out the motorhome and build the marquee area and all those sorts of things. Everyone just pitches in, which I think is why it works.
0: Yeah, yeah. it works fantastically well. Yeah. Having now seen it for four weeks running, um, the whole thing is very, not slick, I don't mean that in a, in a you know, derogatory manner, it's slick in a way that it just happens. Tell us your background
1: though. Uh, I've worked in motorsport for 10 or so years, 10 or 12 years. Um, originally with the motorsport company promoting the summer series, and then moved into Motorsport New Zealand, the governing body, doing all sorts of work around the elite academy, the summer race series, um, the motorsport annual general meeting and awards dinner, uh, just lots of project work really with okay. motorsport. Yeah,
0: there've been a number of bosses through Motorsport New Zealand, haven't there? Simon Baker was the most recent one, yeah, of course. So he joined last recent, year. Very recent,
1: yep. Before that was Brian Budd. That was. Really um, consistently, oh, so okay. it was 10 years, so it quite a long yeah. time yeah. with Brian. So yeah, I remember meeting him a couple of shot. times.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, the Toyota series, I mean, there's there's things that you do that are unique, and that work extremely well. You know, the, the logistics of Toyota travelling the cars, the cars living at your base in uh, Hampton Downs. Those things are very different, and they work very well. Yes, that was obviously set up early on.
1: Yeah, originally uh, people owned their own cars and had them in their sheds at home and the teams owned them. Um, I'm not entirely sure of the year actually that it changed, but yeah, Yeah. it does work well. That means our guys can work on them all year round. Um, We know everything's exactly the same. There's no issues with parity or people saying one car's faster than another because something's different. They're all identical and we can, you know confirm that that's the case. Yep, so. yep.
0: It's been a very good uh, transition to this new car, the FT60. Um, it's obviously worked well, I mean, and, and well thought out in terms of the fact that this chassis is used in two or three other major series in the world, which is an attraction, of course, for the engineers.
1: Yes, yeah. and Nico's really pushed that. I feel like that was his baby. He really yeah. wanted that to happen, because was obviously well connected over in Europe, yep. and knows what direction is that we need to go in so it's it's appealing for those guys racing in Europe to come down
0: um there's a very different flavor this year I feel because you know obviously 17 uh, nationalities represented is an extraordinary thing I mean I don't think there'd be many series anywhere in the world um obviously um when there was a thing called A1GP that was nationality based so that was an exception but um to have so many nationalities is, is a real, and I, I don't think people understand, certainly not in Australia, as to you know, how wide the spread is on people who are interested in the series.
1: Yeah, and I guess it's because Nico travels, he goes overseas to do his recruiting, mm-hmm. so it's not just a matter of word of mouth or sending out emails, he's over there travelling around all the different um, events and categories across our winter. Mm-hmm. And so he sees people from, in all different countries. America, he goes to America, Europe, everywhere. So, yeah, I guess he manages to get the story far and wide.
0: Yeah,
1: it's appealing yeah. to a lot of people.
0: What are the, lo- the logistical problems that you do have to face, you know, from week to week in this series? What are the things that crop up that you have to overco- overcome?
1: Um, from my side, it's more... It's not that the drivers are demanding, but... Uh, we look after the drivers as well as the cars so as part of the package we we provide all their travel all their accommodation everything and often these things change they want to go off and do different things yep. um extra additional people arrive family coaches so there's always something new to organise yeah and when you're trying to preempt numbers and things yeah all that stuff can get tricky mm-hmm. um One silly thing across the five weeks this year is that because it's been so hot, we're running out of water. (laughs) So that's
0: bottled water. Bottled water, yeah. Yeah. So we're
1: like trying to figure out what the difference was this year to last year, Um, and it's I think it's just the hot weather. So it's still when you're on the road, you've just got to be able to think on your feet and know you can get things sent from different areas and. There's always challenges.
0: From all I'm talking to people like uh, Gary Orton and Stephen Giles, it is unprecedented to have had near five weeks, well, certainly four and a half so far, of uh, hot weather. I think there was my raincoat was out for three hours, and that yes. was it in Chicago. Yeah.
1: Yeah, amazing weather in Invercargill. And I see, originally, we were forecast for rain for the Grand Prix, but that's changed now, so right, okay. sunshine all the way through. That's right, <laughs> so
0: 28 degrees in the room. Yeah. indeed. Yeah. Um, which also brings up another thing about the sheer moving of the cars. I mean, you obviously have trucks here that pick up and just take them back and move yeah. and the whole thing.
1: So we deal with one company, Brian Menifee, who is based here in Fielding. He's amazing to deal with, um, and he moves our trucks from Hampton Downs through to Cromwell and Bacargel and back up again. So um, that's a, a large logistical exercise, getting those timings right and, and just making the deadlines from one track to the okay. next.
0: Can you see any change in the in what's happened this year? You know, the five weeks and the five, you know, obviously there are changes from one year to the next in the tracks that are used things like that. Minor, you know, changes. And uh, why, why was um, Tarpo not dropped off? Because it, it didn't suit the Toyota? or
1: No, it definitely suits the Toyota and we enjoy going to Taupo. Um, it was more that Pukekohe has done a bit of work, or a lot of work, on resurfacing and trying to smooth some of those famous bumps down through Turn 1. Um, and we just thought, we did some testing there. Um, Pukekohe were keen to have us. It's sort of the natural home of the motor cup. Yep. So we thought, let's give it a go. and see how we run
0: is the nzgp is that hooked in here for some time
1: this is the last season that it's um contracted to manfield so there will be in a document that goes out to all the tracks and they'll be able to bid for that for 2021 right
0: okay i was actually thinking about how wonderful it would be for kenny to be back at pukukaui for
1: yes yeah that number,
0: magic 50
1: the magic 50
0: yeah
1: yeah well there's lots of tracks that, you know, the Grand Prix would go well at. I mean, Highlands is an iconic place to be. It's amazing. Has it um, run there, the New Zealand Grand no, Prix? No. No?
0: OK. I no. remember talking to Tony Quinn some years ago when he first bought into the track, and I remember that was one of his objectives, was to Yes, and to I'm sure that.
1: it is still on his list, so yeah. it would be great to see a, an application from Tony, whether it's Hampton or Highlands.
0: One of the things that, I mean, I, I have for many years, I, I wrote about it in Race Facts 12 years ago at least that it's a great pity that uh, Australia hadn't run with the uh, Toyota Series um, in some way, shape or form. Um, quite obviously those, those containers could easily be put onto ships and instead of just trucks yes. and taken across the, to the Tasman. Um, would that be a possibility at all from the point of view of TRS of running, say, a, a couple of races at the end?
1: Yeah, I can't see why not. There mm-hmm. have been discussions. I know there's conversations around the place. It's yeah. on the radar. Um, It's just a matter of trying to string it all together. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I definitely see that that's a possibility.
0: Yeah. I mean, I suppose particularly now because almost one of the impediments to it, the fact that Australia was trying to get Formula 4 going, which never happened.
1: Yeah.
0: It never. I mean, you know, maximum probably was 10 or 12 cars, Mm. unfortunately. But uh, um, the great thing with this series is, you know, it's now 15 years that uh, you've run the New Zealand Grand Prix and, and obviously, some terrific young drivers have gone on to various things. There's an illustrious list of three-time winners, of which Nick Cassidy mm. is is one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously a you know a crucial part of that five rounds is to have that New Zealand Grand Prix, isn't it?
1: Yes, and we think it's perfect. Uh, you want to sort of end with the Grand Prix you know it's the one that everyone yep. is aiming for yes. the other the of other, us feature races are great as well but everyone wants to compete for the Grand Prix and it's just a great way to finish the five weeks Yeah.
0: Are there things that happen now that you'd like to change are there things, anything that you can say to me that maybe
1: We have a big long list, there's always, we're always looking to improve things and we yeah. always have a big long list of debrief items Yeah. Um, there's no one thing at the moment, nothing major really sticks out. Yeah. But there's always, we always go back and debrief. We debrief with the team owners within Toyota Gazoo ourselves. There's always new things to be done.
0: It would seem, I mean, you, you obviously came in with a, a new car, a new engine, a new tyres. All three of those appear to have been uh, ticks, you know, have worked well. Uh, it is, is, I right yeah. assuming that? it's
1: amazing. Like. Yeah. You would expect there would be niggles, and there have been niggles along the way, but yeah. overall I reckon the guys have done an amazing job. Yeah. Huge amount of work has gone on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they all need to give themselves a pat on the back.
0: So you obviously have, go from here, you have obviously a week or two weeks, you have two young daughters, so you'll go and say, hello, here you are again.
1: Indeed. Yep. <laughs> Go back to a bit of normality, a few school drop-offs and pick-ups yep, and right. activities. And, and,
0: of course, your husband here drives the safety car, so he does, yep. it's a full family thing. Do mm. your daughters here this weekend as well? They'll
1: be here on the weekend, of course, Oh, oh yes. okay. They
0: yep. Grandparents, is <laughs> it?
1: Or? Um, no, they just we just look after them between Nick and myself. Oh, we just wow. kind of manage it. That's... And actually, the team, so everyone knows Lizzie in Brooklyn, and yeah. they hang out in the hospitality, and they're in the merchandise trailer making helmets, and, yep, they're, they're pretty um, well used to how it runs and...
0: Okay. In a in a couple of weeks' time, you obviously have a big debrief,
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: go through all the things, every item from the tent hooks to the you know the, the engine fitting. Um, how long does that last for, and when do you start planning for next year?
1: We plan for next year probably in March. If you know like we just start straight away planning. Yep. Um, there's things we want to start doing in March towards the twenty twenty one season. So. It's going to, there'll be crossover between debriefing and, and preparing for next season. It's ongoing.
0: Do you have any agents as such, or is Nico the one who gathers the information on who young drivers look for?
1: Nico is yeah. doing all of that. Yeah. He he just has lots of connections. He knows a lot of people. People know Nico, so they yep. come to him as well. Yeah. And then when he travels over to Europe and, and America, he just... It's intense for him, he's just going from race meeting to race meeting, meeting people and talking and he always gives us a really wonderful um, debrief every day. He sits down and writes who he's spoken to and it's amazing. I read them and go, oh my gosh, how did you speak to so many people? And yeah, it's yeah. really encouraging.
0: Great, alright. Um, and uh, at this stage, um, you know, 21 would be a similar format and all and things for Yeah,
1: I think so. Um, it's just... We always talk about calendar, different ways we could do it. Um, always looking for fresh ideas, um, but I mean the five weeks in a row work because our series is so international. There's not yeah. really any other way to do it. And,
0: and having that twenty days in thirty on track, yes, it obviously is attraction for yep. the, for young blokes. Yeah, for come sure. To. Do you have any figures on uh, your website on on how much readership there is or by country or anything like that?
1: Uh, we do have those figures. I would need to check with marketing on where they sit. I know there's information in our series guide.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested in knowing sort of how they are.
1: Andy
0: will know all of that. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you very much to Amanda Tomash. Um, I've paid for myself to come and do the five weeks of this year's series. I've wanted to do it for some years. I'm very glad I have. Um, I'm sure that I've met a number of young men who are going to go a long way in the sport, as you probably know that as well. You must be very satisfied when you look back and you see the light strolls and Lando Norris yeah, and all these. it's pretty
1: amazing because, you know, you're dealing with these young guys every day and, and then to think that, you know, in two years or one year or five years' time, they could be, you know, their name could be in lights and doing wonderful things. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Talking to all of these young men, I've uh, certainly uh, had a, a strong idea that they've all had a special time here in New Zealand and uh, should be uh, gratefully remembered what Toyota has done. uh... Yeah,
1: we like to think that we make them feel welcome. We try to do everything we can to help them out and make them feel like they're looked after. And New Zealand's an amazing place to visit, so it's a pretty good combination.
0: It is indeed. (laughs) Thank you so much to Amanda Tolemish. Inside Motorsport
1: is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.